Stop Punishing Yourself, the only podcast that teaches neurodivergent Alaskans prone to anxiety and depression how to stop feeling like victims to their brains and start feeling empowered by them. I'm your host and neurospicy life coach, Alicia Turner, and I promise to take you from codependent and insecure to independent and unstoppable using the spiritual art and science of coaching. If you're ready to fully reverse the harmful wiring that's living rent-free all up in your brain, then let's get started. Hello, my fellow earthlings. How are you guys doing today? I want to share a story about what happened last night. I kind of have this weird belief that like, how you think and feel about doing the dishes is a reflection of your well-being in life. So if you look at dishes and you're like stressed, overwhelmed, hate them, resentful, um, you've got you've got low well-being, like you're not very happy. Life isn't very easy for you, not because of what's happening outside of you, but because of how you're mismanaging inside of you. And so for me, I love to do the dishes or rather I've trained myself to love to do the dishes because of how I think and feel about them. But like all things in thought work, nothing is static. Everything is fluid in flux. And so, of course, with my human brain, there are times, even though I think of dishes as like a meditative state, not a problem at all. I'm just appreciative to get to have dishes to do. I I use it as an opportunity for gratitude for my house, my dishwasher, the food I eat. It becomes this incredible experience. However, there are times where I look at the dishes and I have that, ugh. I just don't want to do them. And so I was kind of getting that last night when one of those days when, you know, it's a couple meals that are left in the kitchen sink, a couple meals of dishes, I should say, and almost every pot and pan is used. And so I'm feeling kind of tired. My brain loves to go to that place where it's like, well, it shouldn't be my turn. You know, our brains are so petty. It's like, why, why is it my turn? I don't want, and it's just like, oh, got to catch that real quick. It is never useful to go there, to be petty, to be blameful. That shit sucks. So I catch that and I put on a song and I'm just like, I'm just going to take this time to put on a good song, move around a bit and have fun while I do the dishes. And I shit you not guys. That song was maybe three, four minutes. And before the song ended, I was like 98% done. Literally one song of like doing dishes and then I was done. And in my head, it was just funny because in my head, I'm like, oh, this is going to take 20 minutes and it's 1030 and I'm tired. It took like three minutes to do almost every pot and pan, get everything away, wipe the counters. I'm like, that was so easy. And yet if I had let that little urge in my primitive brain to just wallow and complaining about it, I, you know, I would have ruined the rest of my evening. So I just want to offer that out as like a fun idea of like, how do you do your dishes? Are you like appreciative of it? Do you feel good while you do it? 
or do you hate that shit? And if, if so, why? Just look at it. What are you thinking while you do it? How could you think differently about it? Today's podcast, we're going to talk about a quick lesson I did on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, go check it out. I do these stories. Um, they're all in my highlighted story stories called quick lessons. And today I just want to elaborate on it. It's funny. I do garbage post challenge, which literally is my marketing coaches program where she says like, don't do it perfectly. Just do it. Right. And so a lot of times I'm, I'm running by the seat of my pants with what I'm saying. I'm not really planning it, taking forever, trying to make it perfect. I'm just doing it, getting it out there imperfectly. And so I did today's lesson on a Candyland analogy and I watched it back once or twice, I think, because the stories were like taking forever to load. And I was like, oh, I didn't say that right. Oh, I want to say that differently. And so I'm going to take this opportunity on this podcast to say it all again here and try to be a little clearer with it. Maybe, maybe, maybe I will be, maybe I won't be. Um, But so here's my analogy. I want you to visualize, uh, you know, one of those Candyland boards, like you're taking it out of the box, you're unfolding it. And there's those squares, that path that like lead you from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. And now I want you to think of this Candyland board like your life. And so we're going to put you, your game piece, your little person at the start and everything that's happened before today, it's not on the board, right? It's, it doesn't mean anything. It's not there anymore. You're starting where you are. So everything that's gotten you to this point is a non issue at this point. Okay. So you're just starting where you are. And the first thing I want to talk with you about this game is on the Candyland board, you know where you're headed. You see the end goal. You, you know exactly what's happening and it kind of gets you in this motivation of like, I believe I can get there. There's a chance I can win this game. I'm excited. I hope my turns go really well, right? It's like you, you've consented to the game. You know you're, where you're going. It feels easier because of that end goal being defined. But what happens here when it's not the game of Candyland and it's our life, a lot of us aren't deciding our end point. We're, we're starting where we are always, right? Even 10 years ago, we were, we were starting where we were in that moment. But if you haven't gotten yourself to a place where you want to be in life, if you are feeling excess negative emotion, not happy with where you are, a little confused, like, I think I should be good. I have all these things. Why am I so miserable? This episode is for you, okay? Because you might be somewhere, you might be playing someone else's game. You might have followed a path that other people chose for you that doesn't resonate with you, that you don't really want. And so it is never too late. Always, we're at our starting point. It's never too late to redefine which board game you're playing in the context of your life. You don't have to keep playing on someone else's board that defines your destination for you. You can literally say, I don't want to play this one anymore. I'm going to go make my own. That is what I have been doing for my life since 2017. And I promise you, it hasn't failed me yet. No one's going to come get you. No one's going to come arrest you. People might be disappointed, but who the fuck cares? This is your life. They're responsible for theirs. They're probably projecting their disappointments for their life because they are also playing someone else's game. That's none of your business. Don't worry about it. Okay? So today, uh, before we talk about 
the rest of my points that I put on my quick lesson on Instagram, I want to just talk to you about this idea of deciding where you want to go because this overwhelms a lot of people. This scares a lot of people away and keeps them playing on the board they don't want to be playing on and resentful of everyone and everything around them, which is their choice. Like that's on you for choosing to stay there. So it's not a good reason for feeling a little uncomfortable in deciding this to stay over in that other flavor of discomfort in being miserable and resentful. I promise you this discomfort of deciding what you want, sitting down, letting yourself feel afraid of, of looking at it all is worth it. Both are uncomfortable. One gets you somewhere you want to be. One keeps you stuck. Your choice. So the game of deciding what you want, right? Oh, I can just feel you guys getting so stressed out. Oh my God, no, I can't change my life. Oh, this is so safe and secure. I can't change my decisions. Oh no, this is what I'm supposed to. Like, I can just feel your energy as I'm talking to you about this. It's okay. Let's take a deep breath. Those are just thoughts. We're good. We're good. I want you to feel for what you want. Don't put physical things to it. Just feel for what you want. What feeling do you want? When you have that feeling, what are you doing? Where are you? What's different about that place than where you are now? You don't have to be so definitive in this decision at first. It can just be cloudy at first and take shape over time. But if you never start thinking about it because you're so afraid and overwhelmed by the idea of change, it'll never, ever, ever take shape. You have to start somewhere. So what do you want? And I want you to play with the idea that you could do anything. Like if you had all the resources in the world, if you had everything available to you, what would you change? Would you keep your job? Would you stay in that relationship? Would you have that amount of money? Would you travel more? Would you do different things? Would you have more hobbies? Would you have more stillness in your life? Would you have better quality friendships? What would be different? And I want you to brainstorm that. That is where you want to go. Now, I'm not saying you have to know how you're going to get there. And I'm also not saying you have to do those things if you put them down on paper. No, don't make it serious. Seriousness sucks. This world is too serious, you guys. We're playing Candyland, okay? Keep it light. Decide what you want. For me, this is what it looked like. I had graduated college. I had ended a six-year relationship, which was one of the things I, I wanted, right? That I had been avoiding and putting off for years because I was scared. I was like, oh, you give me security. No, you don't. That's an illusion. Fuck that. Get out of there. And so moving forward, I was like, okay, well, what about like work? Oh my God, this scared me so much. What am I going to do? Oh, I don't want to work for a corporation, but I'm going to have to go to Enterprise Rental Car because they have a great corporate structure and give you the tools to be your own boss. That's my favorite stepbrothers quote. I was, I was scared. I was like, well, I have to do that, right? I don't have options. I can't just do whatever I want. You can't just have whatever I want that you're dreaming, right? And I did dream. And guess what? Guess where it got me? Freedom, everything I wanted, being my boss, not having to go work a corporate career. So what do you want? What would that look like? Play around with it. This is all the first step. 
You're not moving forward in life unless you know where you want. And if you're feeling agitated, frustrated, stressed, it's probably because you're playing someone else's game and it's not what you want. But you're lying to yourself and telling yourself it is what you want. Stop lying to yourself. Stop punishing yourself by playing someone else's game. In fact, the game most people are playing is a really exploitive, fucked up game of like white supremacy and colonization that they're not even conscious of. It's really fucked up. Stop playing that shitty ass game. It's way more fun in Candyland where you can have everything you want and there's cotton candy. Okay, so the last two points I'm going to make for this analogy. Now that you have, even if it's a cloudy definition of what you want, it's starting to take shape. You have the destination you want to go. You need to ask yourself, get a little more uncomfortable. What would I have to do to get there? The only things between you and where you want to be are decisions you have to make. And sometimes those decisions look like figure out how to get a business license, right? Get certified as a life coach, invest money in learning how to sell, right? Get help from mentors and coaches who are where I want to be. You know, these are just decisions you're making that inch you forward. Everything you'd need to practically get you there. There's where the how comes in. But then you don't do everything at once. You just take it one step at a time. So again, we're back to that board. We finally have your destination plugged in. We're on the right game, the game you want to be playing, the game that excites you. We have our decision map laid out in the little squares. Every square is one decision. You only take one at a time. There's no skipping. There's no sliding, no fuckery, or literally just doing one little step at a time. This is made for age appropriate, you know, three years old. You can do it. But what happens is... This is what your brain does. You have your map, your game, your decision. Your brain tells you, hey, we should should skip our piece to the end. We should just skip all the decisions we have to make and the work we have to do and the becoming we have to do and the change we'll undergo and the inner work we have to do. We should just skip and put our piece on the end. Your brain thinks that's a good idea. You want to know why? That urge is driven by fear and doubt. It's driven by the belief that you can't have that. You're not worthy of that. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. And so when you give into that urge and you, you're like, oh, yeah, we should skip our piece and just skip the whole game and just cheat. Right. It's because a part of you believes those thoughts are true that it will be too hard and you can't figure it out and it might not happen. And the reason will be because I'm not good enough. Right. And so I want you to take the seriousness out of that because that sounds so scary and serious. And then that makes us not want to move forward even one step. We just stay frozen in our lives. And so, again, what if we were just playing Candyland here? What if not even getting to the end wasn't a big deal? Right. What if we didn't win this round and we try again on another round? What's the worst that can happen? We got to tone down the seriousness, the doubt. Well, I'll never find out if I can do it or not if I don't try, right? That's what we got to say to that doubt. We've got to be like, well, it doesn't make sense. Like this is a game and supposed to be fun. What's fun about literally skipping to the end of it? That's not very fun. That's kind of boring for everyone involved, including myself, the human experiencing life that wants to have ups and downs and contrast and experience the emotions of being human. 
right? That would skip all of that. Fear never has good reasons, right? It's good in imminent danger. It's not good for the grand stage of your life. And so if it's not the fear and doubt you're feeling, not that urge to skip to the end, which you guys, this is what I said today. The end is death. That's what fear wants to skip to. It hates being scared. It's like, oh, let's just cheat and get rid of this fear. The only way to get rid of fear is to die. You're going to have fear your whole life. You've got to learn how to manage it now. you got to learn how to work with it now, lessen it now, have control over it now. If you keep waiting to do that, it's just going to get bigger. It's going to grow bigger. Okay, the other piece. So now we're back to the board. And the one next step is the square right in front of you. But your brain is worried about the square 20 steps in front of you. And your brain is spinning out. What do we do there? What, what if this happens? What if they make that move? What, what, what is going to happen? But you haven't even made the one decision in front of you. Don't worry about the decision 20 steps ahead of you. That's none of your business. You're not even there. Like what, Mitch? No. Why are you thinking about that? What's right in front of you? So every time your brain has an urge, if you feel that anxiety, that's your cue. Oh, I'm worried about a square on the game board. That's not where I am right now. I'm worried about stuff that doesn't exist. Right? What if I, like, what if that's never a problem the way I'm thinking about it? but it's sucking my energy, my ability to think clearly about the step ahead of me when I'm focusing on that urge to worry about the 20 steps ahead of me. Does that make sense? So I'm going to leave it there because I want you guys to know there's no right or wrong decision for what you want in life. There's just what's aligned with what feels good for you. And you really do have to check in with your body to see what feels good for you. Your body will know when you're bullshitting yourself, that's when you're going to be feeling a lot of negative emotion. And when you're telling yourself the truth, you're going to feel positive emotion. So there's no right or wrong decision about the game, the destination you want to play in. And being a human, you're going to have fear. You're going to have anxiety. You're going to have urges to cut corners, cheat, skip ahead only because you're looking for certainty. But certainty isn't created through our actions that are driven by fear and anxiety. Certainty is created by having control over your focus, managing your thoughts, and being committed to your vision. Being willing to work toward it even if it never came to pass. Just to see who you could become. Just to prove your worthiness of it, to walk toward it. To say goodbye to everyone else's boards and live on your board alone. That makes this life experience thrilling. And I promise you, as someone who has tested and vetted this and tried both versions, living on someone else's board and then creating my own, nothing compares to lessening the fear and anxiety and enjoying the journey, no longer being in a rush. So I'm sending you so much love. Have a beautiful day. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening, buddy. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you have to come check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's 24 weeks of me and you where I take all the guesswork out of your self-awareness journey. I'm just going to give you all the answers in one go. I guarantee you after these 24 weeks, you will feel like a completely different human. 
empowered, focused, motivated, in love with yourself, and on fire for your life again. Go to alishaturnercoaching.com right now to book your free consult call, and I'd love to have you join while spots last. I'll see you there.